Hey, welcome back to the Dadpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Oliveira. Today, I want to take some time to revisit an old episode from about two, almost three years ago that I did about starting a business. It's one of our most popular episodes to date. Every week, we get hundreds of downloads, and I get emails all the time, people asking me how to start a business. As I've mentioned before, if you've been listening to the podcast, I have started dozens of businesses and and most of those businesses um, did not succeed right away right some of them took years to mature and generate profit and and others just didn't succeed and i had to fold and move on to the next investment right and that's just a risk taker in me i've always been an entrepreneur my wife knows my kids know and so i i'm really always excited to share my insights of my successes and failures right and needless to say you know the businesses that succeed they do so not only because they work hard and get lucky but it's because entrepreneurs small business owners who want to succeed they're going to invest immense amount of time in creating a plan and then executing on that strategy. And that's what I talk about in this episode. It takes a lot of discipline to overcome the challenges that you, you are dealing with as a business owner, whether it's staffing or financing or marketing or technology, as we see the explosion in AI right now, right? And so this, in this episode, I'm just going to discuss some of the basics that you want to ask yourself when you're starting a business. I know I get a lot of questions from parents who want to leave their corporate job and they have a little money saved up, maybe a, a, from their 401k, and they want to take that risk. Well, you know, there's a lot that goes into making that business successful. So for me, I, my advice is, if you feel like you want to go full force, do so. But whether you're a young person just graduating college or um, a, a parent with a family, I would say, look, start slow, get some traction. And then this way you have a proven business model that says, okay, this can work. Because if not, you'll end up like, you know, the the 80% of businesses that uh, fail within, you know, five, six years. And so we'll, we'll share some of that data in this episode as well. But I also want to talk about the AI at the end of this podcast. So towards the end of it, I'll come back after, uh, after sharing this uh, episode with you, I'll come back and I'll talk about some of the things that you can do with chat GPT and AI in general. It's a really exciting time for starting a business because you have this super machine, you know, machine learning and artificial intelligence is it's like having expertise in each pillar and area and department of a business, right? So super exciting. I'm going to touch on some of that at the end of the podcast. So enjoy this episode. So today we're going to be talking about starting a business. We've talked in, in other episodes about the fact that there's so much information out there on how to start a business. There are so many books, so many websites. And so where does one begin, right? So there's lots of different flavors. This is just one of them. I've I've spent 20 years building different businesses. Uh, and I've also spent a lot of time working on other people's business through my agency, marketing agency in the last 10 years. So I've seen lots of good things, lots of bad things, uh, and everything in between. Some of the good things I've adopted for my own business, and then some of the things that are um, challenges uh, or flaws I have gotten rid of. 
okay? So we're gonna talk about starting a business. And what I've come up with is basically a, a, a list of questions that you wanna ask yourself when starting a business. And, and just to really figure out if you really wanna start that business. Is the business right for you? Is the timing right, right? Funding and things like that. So let's really start with the first one. Why are you starting the business? You want to ask that question. So what you really want to do and get used to doing this in business is take a take a piece of paper, sit down in front of the computer if you want to type, whatever the case, but you got to document it. You're not going to achieve your goals if you're just thinking about them. You've got to put them on paper and then put put some some actual dates, times, and all the other things that we're going to talk about in this episode in order for them to happen. If you just think about it, it's just not going to come. you got to commit. And it starts with really doing your homework and putting it on paper or just typing it out. All right? So ask yourself, why are you starting the business? Second thing you really want to talk about is, do you have the skills in that particular industry for whatever product or service you want to sell or build. If you don't have any skills, perhaps you create a scale from one to 10. What is your skill level? One, five, 10, right? Because that's going to dictate the learning curve in a big, big way. I can tell you from my own experience, I've started businesses in areas I had no idea what to do. I had no contacts and it just took so much longer to find success. And it's been I spent more money and I spent more time and more resources because I had no idea. Now, of course, some of those businesses succeeded and others not so much. And in digital marketing and what I do, lead generation every day, um, that, that happens all the time because we take clients from just about every industry so long as they're the right fit for our team and they have the budget and they have the commitment, we're going to take them. So oftentimes we take really niche type companies and we can make them succeed. Now it becomes our business to learn about their industry, their target audience, their products, services, and things like that. So if you have no skills or expertise in your area, you really want to figure out on a scale if that's going to be a deterrent or, or, or if you're just, you've got your mindset on a product and you're going to go forward with it anyways. Talk about the passion. If you know, if you come from the tech industry and you want to develop the next cool app, great. Put that down on paper. What's well, like? What drives you every day when you wake up? Why do you feel excited about working in technology? Right. In that example there, time. Time is very important. How much time is it going to take you to actually build this product and sell it? Right. It. it do you have the time? Is this a side gig, a side hustle that you're just going to do it on the weekends? Or are you going to be able to put all your time? And how, did, how do you dictate time? So in that instance, what I would ask you, whether you've been in the industry or not, is talk to people who are in the industry that is selling that product or service. Talk to them and find out from the successful ones, as well as the ones who have failed, how much time do they put into that business? Okay? And, and chances are... It's going to take you a while to build that business, you know, three, four, five, six years. So you got to think long term. You you can't just dream that it's going to succeed in year one. That that just almost never happens, 
All right. And I've had a few lucky ones like that, but I will tell you, it had nothing to do with me being some sort of a wizard at business. It, it just, I was at the right place at the right time, met the right person. A lot of luck. I tell you, a lot of luck. Now, I, of course, worked hard, but it had a lot to do with luck. So you got to figure out how much time you're going to put into the, to this. Then the next two are just as important as time, which is the finance or funding as well as the talent. So let's talk about finance and funding. How much money do you have to invest in this business? You got you got to get that down on paper and create a list of items that it's going to take you to launch this business, maintain the business, right? So like your overhead, all the things that you got to spend every month money on in order to keep this business afloat until you make money. You got to know that your numbers are very important and you don't want to mess with that. I got to tell you, you know, the, the, one of the other questions that I have down the list here for you to put down on paper is your accounting, uh, and taxes that ties right into, uh, funding and finance, you know, accounting and taxes are very important. If you're going to hire employees versus contractors, which would be like 1099s, that makes a big difference, right? You're going to have to pay uh, payroll taxes. So then that means you need a, a, a payroll service. Are you going to use a service like Intuit or are you going to use a, a an, another service like many of the ones that are out there online today? Who's going to pay the taxes quarterly? Are you going to pay it monthly? So there's a lot of questions that need to be answered and you're definitely going to want to get a either a bookkeeper or a bookkeeping uh, virtual service like bench.co. Um, but really figure out that 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 entire umbrella that is called finance and figure out how much funding do I need for the first six to 12 months? When, when will we break even, right? How much am I going to sell the products for? What does profitability, profitability look like, you know? And, and then in addition to that, figuring out who is going to take care of those things like the taxes, the accounting, the bookkeeping, and just keeping you in line. You don't want to get into trouble in making a bunch of money and then not paying your federal or state taxes. So very, very important to talk to a CPA and a bookkeeper. Um, but when it comes to your, your financing for funding, you got to figure out, are you getting it for, because you have a savings or you have a 401k? Maybe you're going to mortgage your house. Uh, maybe it's credit cards. Um, is it family and friends? Um, are you going to raise money, go out there for, you know, VCs, uh, and you're going to get into pitch competitions. So look, there are so many channels to find funding in. They're all challenging. There's none that are easy, right? Some you're going to pay a lot of, uh, uh interest on, uh, others want some equity in your business. Uh, so you really got to figure out what's the right way to fund your business and how long it's going to take for you to turn a profit funding finance, super important for any business. Okay. Uh, then we talked about talent. The next one being talent, your people. So you can't be the wizard, the, the guy who, you know, knows everything. No, no entrepreneur can say that because if you want to start to scale and hire a sales team, uh, you're going to need other people, whether it's someone who does the hiring and like an HR person, uh, whether it's your marketing person who's out there promoting your products and services, 
whether it's a sales manager who's going to build your sales team, then you've got operations if you're going to be the CEO or COO. Uh, so there's a lot of things to think about. Who's going to run your customer service department? Who's going to do contracts? Who's going to collect the money? Is it the bookkeeper? Is it the operations person? So you really got to think about your team and the talent there. And you've got to figure out a nice strategy. There's plenty of um, resources out there on how to hire people, what questions to ask, what assessments to give those people, right? You can give DISC assessments. You can look that up, D-I-S-C, DISC assessments, emotional intelligent assessments, cognitive assessments, and all those things will help you as a tool to, to be able to hire someone and, and create a process, right? Like I first get their resume, then I make that person, um, you know, call a, a phone number where they leave a message, then they have to submit a video, then they, they have to submit a, their LinkedIn profile, then they talk to the operations person and the salesperson. So you create your own process of how you hire people and that's how you get really good talent. And of course, it doesn't hurt to look at competitors who already have people in your industry who are succeeding. That that happens in every industry, right? So again, you know, the funding, the time, the talent, those three are probably, you know, three of the top five things that you want to really address when you're writing your mini business plan on a napkin or a paper, all right? All right, so let's keep it going here. So you, you've addressed those. Let's address, you know, how you're going to market. Marketing. Marketing, sales, and customer service. We always talk about it in our digital marketing consultancy that marketing, sales, and customer service are all byproducts of one another. There is a journey that kind of threads through those three in that sequence, marketing, then sales, then customer service. But all those three departments are uh, slightly different um, and it, it's all about the customer, all about the end user. How does the end user interact with your product? So super important for you to find out how you're gonna be marketing. Are you doing it online? Are you doing it at trade shows? Are you doing it on YouTube? How are you going to reach your customers? Are you going to be running ads or are you going to uh, create content? Will you be partnering with other strategic partners to bring on referrals? How will you market your product? It's very, very important, is it? And, and there's that mix between traditional marketing, you know, mass marketing like TV, radio, and then you have digital marketing. So will you be driving leads to a page on your website so that your team can reach out to, to your prospects um, through? How are you doing? It's very, very important. And, and in marketing, you'll often hear that there are five Ps. Some, some other websites and, and um, books will tell you there's four Ps. But nevertheless, you know, it's, it's about your product, the price, the promotion, place, and people, which a lot of it is really comes down to your target audience. So we talk about the demographics and psychographics about your target audience. What, are, what is their age, their income, their education? Then geographic location. Where are they? What is the place? Is it a community? Is it is it through a school? Is it through the government? Or is it B2B? So business to business. Or is it business to consumer? B2C. Or the other category that many of you have heard in the last 
few years is D2C, direct to consumer. So a brand like Chewy that started selling pet foods online, they eventually became direct to consumer. Now, they don't make all their products, but nevertheless, that's sort of the idea there is that you have a website and there's no friction between you and the customer. So it's direct to consumer. So it's really important for you to figure out how you're going to promote it. Like we talked about before, are you advertising? Are you going to be running a public relations campaign? How about the pricing? Is there multiple prices? Is there a, a discount for buying in bulk? What are the payment arrangements? Do, do you give net terms? Do you collect up front? So lots of questions when it comes to the price. And then the product, right? What is the functionality? What is your unique selling proposition or your unique valuable proposition? Either one. What makes you stand out from the competition? You can't simply say, oh, hey, we have quality and hey, we have good customer service, especially if you are starting a business. That can't be the thing that you do. So you have to look at things like the warranty. What does the warranty look like? What If you have an actual physical product, what does the packaging look like? If it's a service, what does the onboarding look like? Do you have a process that goes from the, you know this place to that place, talks to then this person and that person, then they get an email, they get a letter in the mail, maybe it's a package. So you create this experience. So you think of brands like Chick-fil-A, think of brands like Apple, think of brands like Starbucks. There is a vibe at their places of business right? And even some websites that you buy on like Zappos, it goes from great experience on the website to the customer service when you call. So when you look at those businesses, you can model a little bit of your marketing to sales to customer service after them because they're doing such a great job. And even if you're small, there are things that you can take from there that you can incorporate into your own customer journey so that you can give your customer better experience. There is a difference between customer service and customer experience. So yes, you want to deliver great customer service, but what will keep people coming back and what will get them to refer you to others is creating that experience. Much like Disney, we all talk about Disney, right? They, no matter what park or product or service you touch, it's always an experience. So that's what you want to do with your product to stand out from the competition. Super, super important. All right, now let's talk about competitor and viability. So who are your competitors? How are they marketing their product? What is their dominance in the marketplace? How does their product differ from yours? Not only on the price, but the, the promotion, the functionality, and so on and so forth. So really put a lot of time into doing competitive research because that will help everything from your marketing to your sales, customer service, and also product. All right. So very important to address competitiveness. Viability. What is the viability of your company surviving? How how viable is the product or the industry? Uh, are, are there a lot of developments happening in the industry? And are you, by the time that you actually get the product out and launch it, is it going to be too late? So you really got to Again, create scales. All these questions that we're talking about on this podcast here about how to start a business, it, you you want to create different scales, right? Maybe it's on a, a, a one to five star for certain questions, but then for other questions, you might want to create a scale of 
you know, a one to 10, for example, viability. So that, that might be one that you, you uh, create on a one to 10 scale and other ones will be a little bit more complicated, but it's just very important that you don't make this just a question and answer and, and, and do nothing with it. These all have to, these are all very purpose driven questions to help you start that business by addressing all the things that are important. All right. So we talked about that, the price promotion. How about legal? Let's talk about legal. So important, whether it's the contracts from between you and your customer or the contracts between you and employees and you and vendors. Anybody who touches your product or service, you want to make sure you address the, the legal issues. So if it's on a website, you want to make sure that you have the right terms of use. You want to make sure you have the right privacy policy. Is your website ADA compliant? How do you address storing cookies you want to you what you want to do is get an attorney or or use a service like legal zoom uh, or there's a lot of other referral services for attorneys as well and hire an attorney to help you put together all these contracts you don't want to chance this because this is where it can really cost you quite a bit and then the last one really here on starting your business as far as you know things that you really need to address before starting a business is uh, technology. How well versed are you in technology? Technology in general, you know, runs the the full circle from everything from your website to your email service, social media, videos on YouTube, uh, SEO, applications, CRMs, connecting from one API to another. So you hear a lot about integrations many times you're going to have to to do that so you want to know when you hire a developer or a, a coder you want to be able to speak, speak some of their lingo and the only way you're going to do that is by educating yourself on all the technologies that exist so in this case it's not so hard because what you can do is secret shop your competitor all right so go to your competitor and 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 you know say you're a, you're a prospect and go through that whole prop process um, through their funnel and see how they sell what kind of technologies do they use to enhance that user experience how does the software look there's nothing wrong with doing competitive research like that you certainly don't want to waste anybody's time so I'm very keen on 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 you know not taking advantage of that but the reality is at some point when your company is succeeding someone else is going to do it to you as well so it's not a it's not a a bad thing to do it's just part of business right and i see people often come to us you know saying that they want a proposal and they really just want to get our contract i don't mind it's okay we are not a, a, any sort of secret society and uh, so you know it's fine you want to get a quote I could tell, I'll talk to my sales guy and I'll say, hey, this sounds to me like a competitor doing secret shopping on us. No problem. Just give them the price really, really high. No, but you know, at the end of the day, it's business and you need to know before you start your business, what the technologies are that you're going to need and what, what are the blind spots? Because you might get into a business and find out that you need a piece of software that you hadn't considered before and you know nothing about. So that becomes like very hard for you. All right. So that those are sort of the things that you want to really look at. Some of the tools that I'm going to share with you on the uh, show notes on the website is going to be the business model canvas. That is um, a, 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 um, 
a uh, application that was uh, created by a company uh, that, that is called Strategizer. And um, it's basically like a mini business plan on a, on a one-page um, piece of paper. And it, it really ans- asks you to ans- answer a lot of questions about the, viabil- like the viability of your product and service. So it's really good to do. You also, as I mentioned earlier on, really just want to talk to people who have succeeded and failed at business. I am sure everyone who's listening to this podcast today knows people in their family, their friends, their colleagues who have gone down that path. And it's worth you spending time talking to them and picking their brain and asking of all these things that we talked about here today, right? Your, the time, the talent, the funding, the viability, the marketing, the legal, the accounting, like of all those things, like what was the, the biggest pain point? What kept you awake at night, right? And document that because these are things that if other people who are really smart and you respect have have had challenges with, chances are you will too. So the thing for you to do is go learn more about those things or bring on co-founders or people who want to join your company early on who do that very well. So that that's the, the way that you can overcome and lessen your pain through your journey as an entrepreneur or business owner. And whether this is your second first time starting a business, second time, third time, it doesn't matter. Every single time, you are at a different place in your life. The market is at a different place, the product and service, the customer. So no matter how many times you start the business, it, it's always challenging, even when you have all the funding. So I'm going to share a lot of stats with you guys there too from the government, from the you know Department of Labor and um, Census and a lot of other cool stats that should help you create a, a nice business plan. And uh, I'm also going to share a website called Gust. You can create your uh, uh, business plan on there. And um, they have a lot of resources if you're a startup looking to... Uh, get seed capital. So we've talked about all this stuff here, but how are you going to hold yourself accountable, right? Time is the big thing. Money is the big thing. I would recommend that you use SMART goals. SMART is an acronym, S-M-A-R-T, and it stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Based. So those are all really good things. When you're looking at this whole list, you have these specific goals that are very, very focused. And you're going to use some sort of KPI, key performance indicator, or some sort of of a milestone to be able to measure where you start to see success. And then you're going to be realistic about, are they attainable, right? The A is attainable. That's so important. You want to make sure that you can accomplish them within a certain time frame. You don't want to be, you know, just a, a dreamer um, because then you know, you'll feel real bad that you, you you created this huge goal that cannot be attainable. So is this specific? Is it measurable? Is it attainable? Is it relevant? Right? Do, do, do your goals align with your values and your long-term objectives? Not just today, but five years from now. So are you going to buy a business at a, in a building that has a five-year uh, lease, even though you don't know if if your spouse might need to move at some point. So you start to think of all those things, right? If your kid is, you want your kid to go to a specific school and you you don't know if that's where you're going to be with the business. So 
it's got to be relevant to you, not only now, but long-term. And then last but not least, time-based. The, the, the last letter is the T, is time-based. And, um, you know, you want to really set realistic, ambitious end dates for the tasks. And, and you want to prioritize them. Um, and then that's it. You know, you can create a, um, perhaps use a software like Asana or Basecamp to project manage your your business startup plan and there's no shortage of tools out there so i hope that today's episode helps you address some of the challenges if you're going to start a business you got to do it the right way and there's no shortage of of resources out there and the the most important thing is that you start you know you put the plans and you start and then just keep moving don't look back you know don't give up if you fail you get up you do it again all right so i wish you the best of luck and i hope that uh, you share with us your journey and if there's any questions anybody that we can connect you with on linkedin or in the community please let us know and i wish you the best of luck all right i hope you enjoyed that episode as i mentioned before it's one of our most popular episodes but now i really want to just shift the conversation to ai if you're getting into business right now i would tell you that the number one tool by far more than any other tool out there for research or development or taking courses your number one tool that you're going to use even more than the hiring of someone or building a website or getting your license or whatever you need to start your business the number one thing you're going to do is get chat gpt get the premium version it's twenty dollars a month and start there now there's already more than 4,000 ai tools there out there and before we know it there are going to be millions it's like apps there, there's an app for that there's going to be an ai for just about everything don't get bogged down with that the best tool in the market by far more than Google, more than Anthropic and all the other companies you're hearing about is absolutely OpenAI's ChatGPT. So do yourself a favor. If you're starting a business, get ChatGPT and start to use the tool. If you want to, you can go on Udemy or Coursera. There are plenty of free courses, but I wouldn't even waste that kind of time because right now the tool is so simple. It's just basically you having conversations with the bot right with the ai so you're going to ask questions like for example i asked a question here is create a list of the most important things to consider when starting a business now this is going off of a lot of research that it's grabbing from the internet so it's saving you hours upon hours of you having to research what's what's factual what not what's not and of course you're going to come up on some information that might feel like uh it's it's let me let me check the validity that's okay you can do that but for the most part, creating these lists will help you. It's, you know, here we go. It's, it's listing for me the business idea, the fact that I got to do market research. How do I go about it? Getting capital, business structure, legal structure, business registration, brand identity, marketing and sales strategy. And then it'll build those strategies for you. And then I go a step further, right? Because if I'm that business, uh, uh, you know, potential business owner or entrepreneur that I feel like a little bit scared, then I, I want to go off of data, right? So I put in here in ChatGPT, according um, to um, organizations like the SBA, so it's again like having a conversation. According to organizations like the SBA, 
Why do most small businesses fail? So it, it tells you based on several studies conduct, conducted by the SBA, it's lack of capital. And again, I'm just giving you a, a highlight of these. These are just the bullet points, but in here there are paragraphs upon paragraphs that you could read. Lack of capital, poor planning, insufficient market demand, bad location, poor management, co competition, and that list just goes on and on. And then what I did was I said, you know what, create a list for me, ChatGPT, you know, you're gonna act as my business consultant. Create a checklist for starting a business, and it did. Created me a list, very detailed, evaluate your business idea, do the market research, the business plan. And I went, I mean, it goes really in depth. And then I go a step further and say, make me a template for using a business plan, using the business model canvas. So it gives me all those different um, uh, aspects of a business model canvas. I'm telling you, you're starting a business, you spend some time on ChatGPT as if they were your business consultant, and you ask every question in the book and you jot it down, you write it down, and it's gonna give you, um, it's not only gonna save you a ton of time and money, but it's gonna get you to where you wanna go much faster. And then you move into the next level of AI where it automates things and you know you could build a website just using AI today. So there's lots of things that you can do, but just start with ChatGPT. And again, starting a business, as I mentioned throughout the podcast, is, is a scary thing. But I'm here to tell you that if you are, if, if you have a good plan and you're passionate about what you do and you really want to serve people and solve a problem, I say go for it. Get the support from your friends, from your family, your friends, and then just move in that direction and just do it. Okay. And I wish you the best of luck. And if you need anything from us, from my team here, we have a very strong team, uh, not only the Dadpreneur podcast, but also, of, of course, our marketing agency, Predict, uh, that does everything from content writing to um, ad campaigns to you know business growth strategies. We can help. And we have a ton of free content that you can also absorb, whether that, that be courses, books, webinars, and our goal is really just to help people get to the next level. If you have any questions, again, reach out to us and uh, I will see you on the next episode.